Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the Collector. What's up, everybody? And it's your pick, and what did you choose? Capone. Capone, 2020. 2020, starring the great Tom Hardy. Right. And... Josh Trank is the writer, director, producer. And if I would have known that going in, I wouldn't have watched this fucking thing, dude. You... Okay, fan four stick is not his pro- is not his fault. Nothing is right, but that was like I don't even think like even if Fox hadn't fucked with it, it wasn't great. <laughs> right, it wasn't his fault. But he also did Chronicle. I did like Chronicle. Yeah. I did like Chronicle. Chronicle was, but really, I felt really like good. I could have made Chronicle too. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. It was a very like, it was like shot budget-y. on a fucking iPhone. Like, but I like how he took the. First person, or not first person, but the found footage thing, and like yeah. did something different with it. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I, yeah. I own it actually. Right, it's not bad. But uh, yeah, I fucking you can't stand Josh Trank. Really? Yeah, I don't think his movies are any good. I mean, this is the third one, so yeah, yeah and it's probably his last one. Probably. <laughs> Fuck me. What did you have to ruin Tom Hardy's career? Like, you know, it's not fair. The good thing about. Tom Hardy is this was like a passion project for him too, man. Like that's that's what I was gonna say is um that's the good thing about Tom Hardy is no matter how bad something is, he's good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not taking it though like I said, I'm not trying to give it all away right now, but yeah. Anyways, um so you think with a movie named Capone, uh it's about fucking Scarface, man, when he's running Chicago and murdering people, leaving them in the street, mm-hmm. St. Valentine's Day massacre shit, like you you know what I mean? Right. That's what we all signed up for. And what did we get, Craig? Actually, I feel like the synopsis on IMDb does a really good job at telling you what you're going to be in store for. The 47-year-old Al Capone, after 10 years in prison, starts suffering from dementia and comes back by his or comes to be haunted by his violent past. It's pretty. But pretty. it wasn't that crazy though, like I don't know. It First of all, 47, exactly. I felt like they were trying to push for like 60 or some shit. Right, like, he did look extra Like old he was here. having trouble like fucking walking and shit. Like, yeah, um, my dad is 60 years old and he doesn't look Exactly, my dad doesn't move that bad and he's fucking older than that. Like a decade older. <laughs> like I understand you have dementia, but it doesn't make you age Dude, this is from years. syphilis. Syphilis yeah. ate away his dick and brain, bro. Mm-hmm. That's how ignorant he was. He had it since he was 18. I didn't know that. Yeah, dude, almost his whole fucking life. Like right. he he just ignored it. Yeah. Like, like that's disgusting. Do. But I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we get him when he gets released from Alcatraz and they've between the syphilis and the, the brutality, the, the brutal living of Alcatraz Island mm-hmm. took his brain and his soul and he was right. just like a shell of a person when he got out. He had the mental capacity of a seven-year-old. Exactly. And that's where it kind of, that's what pissed me off about this movie, kind of like all the shit really didn't happen other than the fact that he lived in Florida. Right. And he shot his gardener. The money. Yeah. like Shot his his gardener. Well, you know, maybe even I could see that. Like maybe Mm -hmm. not the FBI being that crazy about it, but like keeping an eye on him. Like I could see that. A small detail of men. Mm -hmm. And he's fucking, like you said, gone. So they were kind of fucking with him. Probably not worried about like, he doesn't know we're fucking here. And just walking across the lawn and shit. And I think that's the problem with this movie is it's trying to tackle too many things at once. It it like doesn't know where to focus. Dude, that's what I'm saying. And this whole movie is supposed to take the span of the last year of his life. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think like you said, like they focused more on the wrong aspects of it. I feel like like how badass would it have been and it's just like every once in a while he just wins off in like a fucking state and he flashes back to when he's just fucking brutally murdering somebody or just doing something terrible. Yeah, exactly. You know, like that would have been so much better. Mm-hmm. Instead, we literally watched him throw up, piss his pants, shit his bed. Like it was sad and, as fuck to watch. And like, have hallucinations. Yeah. That, that we can't even tell. Now, the whole having a son thing that he didn't know about, that could have happened. But, like, they focused a lot on it. Like, somebody told them that was like, yeah, he really felt bad about that or something. Because I never heard anything about him having an illegitimate son. And another thing that pissed me off is uh, Noel Fisher, who is a good actor. I like him on Shameless. And he played Michelangelo in Ninja Turtles. (laughs) I love that. Well, he like, was good in that too. Yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. It. I just that was a nice little. Peyton, Peyton, I remember him as Leonardo. Well, you know, adults watch Shameless and kids watch Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So, and then man, children like me watch Ninja Turtles. I own both of them on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Don't judge me. But anyways, I uh, love Ninja Turtles. What are you talking Noel about? Fisher plays a son, and his son was deaf, 
And, like, they didn't even acknowledge that shit, like, at all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but, uh... Yeah. So, this movie, it follows, like you said, follows his dementia, his downfall, and everything like that. And I like the idea of this movie. Um, there was another movie that kind of did this same thing. Um, have you ever seen A Beautiful Mind? Yeah. It kind of is that, the same That ballpark. movie is... So much better executed Absolutely So much fucking better But that's kind of my point Is if it would have been more focused And more like Trying to set out To do it think about it though bro We We never got a Capone movie bro Like a true Capone movie Right Like I know everybody's gonna be like Untouchables But like they Like don't get me wrong De Niro did a good job playing him In In uh in Untouchables, but it was way off the fucking character base too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people look at him and like he was one of the most feared people and richest people in the world, yeah. and he was not very smart at all. He was just fucking ruthless, mm-hmm. and that's what I want to see on a fucking film. Yeah, and Tom Hardy could do that. He could. He could do that in the best fucking way. And what do we do? We spent an hour and 40 minutes wasting it, watching him fucking piss his pants. And do- Now, don't get me wrong. There was a, a couple scenes that I thoroughly enjoyed, but it was not enough to save how I felt about this movie overall. And like I told you I, before we started recording, I watched it twice. You know, the first time I fell asleep and I was like, oh, maybe I missed a good shit. Yeah. So I watched it again. And I'm fucking pissed off at that. And I'm pissed off at myself for picking this shit. Like... I, uh, and I, I hate that I'm saying this about a Tom Hardy movie because I fucking love Tom Hardy. Right. Top five favorite actors. I was going to rewatch it and then I'm just like, I don't have the energy to rewatch this it's, movie. It's so fucking long and it's not long. Like, you know what I mean? It just drags the life out of you watching this fucking it thing. It does because it's so just unfocused. It's just fucking out there, dude. Yeah. But like I said, the, the where he's explaining Thanksgiving to the little girl, I love that. Mm-hmm. And that's like the beginning of the movie. And I feel like, okay, it's still on the tracks. You know, we're good. And I don't know. I like that scene. And he's like, so Thanksgiving is us telling Brooklyn to shove it. You know, like I like that shit. Right. And I like the scene with uh, him and Matt Damon. No, Matt Dillon, sorry. Him and Matt Dillon on the boat. And he's like, that was mine. And he fucking shoots the fucking alligator in the head. Right. It has some, like, memorable good moments, but it's, like, few and far between. You fucking bum. That one was mine. Like, he just fucking blows the gator's head off. Did you know there's no audio recording? Because it made me think of it because your your impression of him is pretty spot on. Um, there's no audio recording of Al Capone. Right. Because, like, yeah. That's crazy to me. Well, you got to think of the time. And 1920? Like, it wasn't that long ago. Well, I mean, they had recordings, but like, you know, and I'm sure because the federal government was always after him, Mm -hmm. he had his places swept all the time for any kind of microphone. Well, also, uh, they said he didn't even write anything down because he was too... Illiterate? No, (laughs) not that. Just he didn't trust anybody, so he locked away everything in his brain. But they said today, what he earned today would be like fucking... One point something billion. (laughs) 1.3, I think, is how much he's worth today. Not bad. Not bad for a dude that can barely read. For a criminal. Yeah. How crazy is that? You're a fucking criminal and you're worth more than most of the rich people. They paid everybody in Chicago. He owned Chicago for fucking 10 years. Mm -hmm. That's insane. Like, and the government had to use tax evasion to get his ass. Yep. And they were like, yeah, you owe $3 million in taxes. He's like, you all want a check or cash? Like, (laughs) I got that. They were like, nah, we still got to go to prison. He's like, well, fuck y'all then. Well, then he paid off the guards at the prison. That's why they had to move his ass to Alcatraz. Yep. Because he owned anywhere he went. Right. <laughs> and then when they fucking, he tried to see, because like, you know me, bro. I love the mob shit. Like, mm-hmm. I, I read articles, not just movies and all that. But when he went to Alcatraz, he thought he was going to do the same shit. Like, they said, man, they say this place is unbreakable, bro. They ain't seen Al Capone yet. He gets there, starts Nobody trying to put twenties. Just starts trying to put twenties in guards' pockets. Put them in the fucking hole for six months. Yeah, that fucking lost his mind in there, dude. They said he just make his bed over and over all day. Damn. And then towards the end of his sentence, they let him get a ukulele, and he just sit in that bitch and strum it and fucking make his bed. Like how fucking crazy is that, dude? And then, like I said, then the, when the syphilis and all that had taken his brain, and they're finally like, like, yeah, he ain't hurt nobody. Y'all gonna let him out? Right. We broke him. <laughs> Like, yeah. you're welcome. <laughs> He's no harm to anybody. We did what nobody else could. And 
that's what this whole movie is about. And I feel like it's just such a wasted fucking effort to make a movie like this and not tell the badass parts of Capone. Like I would have rather had an overarching movie that took you from fucking 19 to, to 50. You know, I would, I would have liked that better than that. And I feel like that's what people want. Like they should give me fucking $20 million. That's why I didn't look how much, how much does this cost to make? I don't know. I was going to look up the fun fact, um, but I'll come back to it. Like that would have just been so much fucking better, dude. I don't think it has a price on here. But now I need to look it up. And like, I don't know. That's the thing. Um, This movie, like I said, I like where it was trying to do. Like, because you know me, you've seen my movies. I love that downward spiral into madness kind of thing. But this was just kind of sad. Mm-hmm. It was like too real. It's like you're really watching somebody just because, like you said, Tom Hardy doesn't know how to phone it in. Like you can't say like, "Oh man, he's just here for a paycheck," but like he fucking acts his ass off in this. But it's just it it's just it wasted, all. man. Like, yeah, it was twenty million. Damn, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, bro, you give me twenty million, I'm gonna give you the best motherfucking Capone movie you've ever seen in your life. People are gonna be like, "I'm buying that bitch. I'm going to bootleg it. I want that shit now." And that's the thing, he's like one of the biggest, <laughs> that's the thing, that's my catchphrase, I guess, that's the thing, um, is uh, he's the biggest gangster from that era, Yeah. but we don't have like- One movie. One good movie. They've even about. made two fucking Gotti movies, uh-huh. and he wasn't half the fucking G that, that uh, Capone was, or the, or the, you know what I mean, the fame. Right. I don't know, man. Where's my uh, trip? my uh, fun facts i don't know i didn't pick up on this one too much gold is a major theme in the movie because it symbolizes wealth grandeur and prosperity these are all things capone no longer has due to his mental state the child with the gold balloon represents abandonment of his other son leading him not to gold but to reconciliate with capone's past there's a lot of gold in the movie and a lot of deep messages and shit. Like. Trying to, trying to. Oh, and I was gonna say, like I said, there was other parts that I liked. I liked the alligator part, and I liked the part where he shoots up all the fucking uh, gardeners and people working on the house, like uh, with the with the golden Tommy gun. I liked right. that part. That was cool. Mm-hmm. That was all. Uh, yeah, it's in his head. He fucking made it up, of course. But yeah. he did shoot his gardener in the leg or some shit. But like, that was it. He also shot himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not it, during that scene, but and when he's just like he's got a, a cigar in his mouth, the, almost the whole movie, and then like they switch it over to a carrot. Yeah, because his family, because he can like barely talk from smoking all the fucking cigars for mm-hmm. twenty years. I love watching Tom Hardy in this role, though. Like, and that's he what I'm is saying, killing like, it. That's what I'm saying. Just give me ten years before this shit. <laughs> like, God, such a waste, bro. Like. Because now he's not going to get the chance to do it again. Like, nobody's going to pick anybody to do that shit again. I don't know. If the right person picks it up and they do, like, a... Uh, yeah, let me write the screenplay. A prequel to this movie. Yeah. And do it right. Do it do- justice. You can call this one Alphonse. You know, because it's Capone. You could do this one Alphonse. Yeah. That's hard. That's hard right there, Greg. We <laughs> should write that shit. We should write that shit. But that that would be great. But... Like I said, Tom Hardy, he he probably ain't going to get another shot of this because it's all about the money at the end of the day. And if this shit even went to theaters, I doubt it made any fucking money. No, it didn't. It went to digital. That's what I thought. Like straight fucking DVD. 118,000. That's tough. That's got to be the lowest Tom Hardy movie ever. Like Locke made more than that shit. (laughs) I like Locke. I don't. I know. It's terrible. It's not terrible. You just don't like it. It's just a guy sitting in a fucking car for two hours. And it's compelling. It, I would watch Locke over this again. I don't know. That's a tough one. <laughs> Do I rather watch him shit his pants and mumble through a fucking movie or watch him talk on a cell phone through a fucking movie? <laughs> I'm going to go with never watch either one of them again. Like, fuck it. Ugh. But probably Capone, just because I relate to it better. Yeah, because you can pick up on those like good parts. There, like, there's. What did that fucking murder Matt Dillon, bro? <laughs> just stabbing the I know, fucking that was a good shit part. out of his neck, dude. 
I'll fucking kill all you. I don't fucking care. And, that, and then, like, fucking even, even Tom Hardy's so fucking scared. He's like, right, right. Like, he's agreeing with him. Like, he's one of them. Like, he's not the fucking guy they're there for. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Like, but, dude, and, and I prove it to you how much better this movie would have been if they would have went with Great Capone versus fucking Dementia Capone. Dude, when he looks in the mirror right before they go kill Matt Dillon mm-hmm. and he sees him and you see him at the height when he's the monster, it was beautiful, bro. <laughs> If I could have just got 20 minutes of that, dude. Right. Give me a flashback. Give me fucking something. The government playing footage or some shit. Something. Nothing, bro. It was fucking depressing as shit. Yeah. Like you said, you just feel bad for him. Like, it's not even crazy. Like, I don't know. I'm really, like I said, I'm pissed off at this movie because it disappointed me that bad. And I'm pissed off that I, that I picked this shit. Like. And if Tom somehow sees this, I don't want you to think this reflects me. You did an amazing job as always, my boy. I still want to be your best friend. <laughs> so don't don't let this change your opinion of me. If this is the first thing y'all hear from us. Right. He uh, did he did kill it. Like there are so many parts. But the thing is, it's it's un tonally, it's unfocused too, because there's a lot of like comedy bits and it's like trying to take itself super serious. And then you have these funny parts. And then I'm just like, I don't know how to feel. When he's like, Mr. Capone, do you want us to move the statues by the house? If you touch my house, I'll cut your fucking head off. (laughs) Your fucking head off. (laughs) He just backs the fuck up. It adds some fucking crazy shit. I like when the wife slaps him and slaps again. He just falls out. (laughs) And dude, he spoke perfect fucking Italian. Like it was, it was good. Like some of that shit was good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was fucking brutal with some of that shit. Yeah. And it just sounded like he had been actually smoking those cigars. I know, right? He really... Like, Tom Hardy's voice, the range. When I found out that he did fucking Venom's voice, too, mm-hmm. not just Eddie Brock, that blew my fucking mind all over his back wall, dude. Yeah. Because, like, he did that, and he did fucking Bane, and just all this crazy fucking shit, dude. Like, I mean, Bronson, I fucking love... That, too. Like, Bronson. he's just a great fucking actor, dude. Uh, fucking The Drop. I love The Drop. He's got a Brooklyn accent and that shit. Mm-hmm. He could play anything, dude. My favorite is still Warrior. Like, that is my God, favorite. I knew you were going to fucking say that. I love Warrior, bro, but it, like, <laughs> it's not his best movie. It I don't is, feel like though. it's It's definitely top five, but it's not the best. It is the best. I, I love uh, Mad Max more than that. Like, Fury oh. Road is fucking hard, son. You owe me 200 bucks. What? <laughs> in Warrior oh. When he fucking tunes up the dude in the fucking ring yeah. He walks up to the dude You owe me Ooh, 200 bucks, bucks. I, I felt it I shook a little <laughs> Look it'll be like this next this time <laughs> Yeah it lasts about 30 seconds longer Just beats the fucking soul out of him And then just Talks him in the fucking cage just fucking runs out I love Warrior so much You know why I love Warrior so much It's yeah. the only movie that made me cry man tears twice in one movie Really? But you know what the the thing about that is is you love fighting, you know what I'm saying? UFC and shit like that too. Like you're more into that than than some people. I guess not Cuz really. I don't I didn't like when that movie came out, I didn't give a fuck about ultimate fighting, none of that shit. Like I've just now got into MMA a little bit. Yeah. Because like there's just been some great guy, great fights that I've seen I'm, lately. I'm really not at that into it as much as you think. I get you know what I'm thinking of Steven. Yeah, Steven's yeah, Steven. into it like yeah. hardcore. But Shout me Steve O. Right. I'm yeah. not into it that much. I mean, I'll watch a fight if it's on cuz it's entertaining to me, but I'm I can't follow it for shit. Um but I the reason I love it so much is cuz it relates to me on a personal level. Like whenever they're in the casino with uh his dad and uh he he tries to give him quarters to like telling him like the fuck away from me go buy here go buy some of your taste yeah. or whatever and i don't know it just relates to me on a personal level and then yeah. when he goes up to the hotel room and his dad is just like fucking shit face drunk after being sober for a thousand days like it breaks your heart like you almost feel what tom hardy's feeling like fuck what did i do no drugs tommy you gonna bite no drugs. You sound like a goddamn Morocco when you walk through those doors. 
I love Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte used to be in some good movies. He was so great. It's I kind love of, 48 Hours. Right. And it's like he picked up on that voice for uh, Capone, too. Yeah. A little, a little Nick a little Nolte. Bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, And then at the end of Warrior, when, like, it's okay, Tommy. It's okay. This is the fucking Warrior review, Greg. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> love that movie. You have to cut all of this. I know, but I'm cutting shit. Ah, that's it. You should have said it with more authority, bro. That's what I'm saying. I gave you a fucking layup off the backboard, bro. That was an alley-oop. You just, you just lost it. I didn't, though. Yeah, I still no, said you, it. You still, you still slammed it, but it was kind of weak. You, you didn't put your balls in it. Whatever. But I'll yeah. just edit it back in. <laughs> I ain't cutting shit. <laughs> it was like a Chinese dub. Like, you're not even... <laughs> Doesn't I ain't saying shit. <laughs> I cut shit. Right? Oh, man. Good times. But, uh... The thing is, there's not a lot of meat here to cut off. Like, it's... Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I gotta talk about one more scene that I fucking died laughing at mm. when I first watched this. Not the second time as much, but the first time I fucking died. When the FBI is attempting to interview him and Neil Brennan... I don't know if anybody knows who Neil Brennan is. Probably a lot of people do. Do you know who Neil Brennan is? I know the name. Okay, well, he does stand-up now, but he wrote the majority of Chappelle's show. Him and Dave Chappelle, they wrote that show right. together. And he kind of did one or two cameos on it. He's got a special on Netflix. It's called Three Mics. It's hilarious. You should watch it. But anyways, Neil Brennan plays his attorney, and <laughs> he's sitting in the chair. The FBI's like, they think he's playing. Like, he's playing them for a fool. You know, he's not really fucking gone crazy like that. He's just fucking bullshitting to stay out of prison. Right. <laughs> and they ask him his name, and he's like, huh? Huh? And then, like, they start asking him shit, like, do you have any money or that's been buried or, or whatever? Have you done this? Or do you know who this is? And he just fucking starts shitting his pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not talking about just, like, a fart or two. It's, just, like, literally running. Like, And you um, can tell they can smell it. <laughs> and Neil Brennan's reaction is fucking hilarious. As you can see. But like I don't know how he kept his face straight for that shit. It was so fucking funny, cause like the look on on uh, Hardy's face, he's just like, oh god, oh, oh. <laughs> he's just like rearranging his ass in it. Like, oh, I died laughing about that shit. I thought it was hilarious. Even taking a shit on camera, bro. Tom Hardy kills that. Man. He does. I couldn't take a shit that good in my real life, let alone on camera, bro. My shits don't even look that good. No. And he, there was no shit coming out of his ass. That's right. how well he sold it, bro. <laughs> you got to wonder if they just gave him like a thing of like something that just made the noise. <laughs> like he's just sitting there with a whoopee cushion under the table and he's like, oh, God. I like, think Tom this. Hardy's committed. I think he shit his pants. You think so? That, <laughs> that would have been an awesome. You know what? Fuck it. Fun fact, guys. <laughs> During the interrogation scene, Tom Hardy actually shit his pants to fully commit to the role of Al Capone. Yeah, that's how great that, he is. Yeah. That's how talented he's a fucking generation. It's one of, of those talent. things like that's <laughs> you wouldn't be like that's disgusting but like you know I I, I fucking yeah I'm fuck with that. Yeah. Like, I get it. Good Tom. job. I get it Tom. Cuz he probably thought like when they were making this he was probably like man I'm going to get a fucking Oscar baby. Yeah, I he, deserve this shit. He did act like he was going to get some awards, and I mean, he does. You know what this movie made me thought of? And a uh, friend, uh, Steve, brought it up to me. Not Steve-O, but Steve brought it up to me today. He said, um, <laughs> he said, you know what that movie fucking reminded me of? It was like, what? I was, he was like, Black Mass, the one with Johnny Depp. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that was another one that wasted a fuck ton of potential, man, and a great yeah. actor on a shit script. Mm -hmm. like, Absolutely. Dude, they had... Fucking Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch in that shit. Uh, Joel Egerton, fucking Johnny Depp, dude. Like, just the list goes on and on. It's one of those movies I'll watch and I'll have a good time, but it's not the greatest. It was like this one. It was just like you took all the fucking good shit about it, like the gangster shit. Like, people don't watch this shit for endless fucking dialogue, man. Like, I want to see some people fucking whapped. Right. Like. <clears throat> blowing domes off Goodfellas shit that's why Goodfellas will always be the greatest fucking gangster film of all time because there's not a wasted fucking frame my man Absolutely. every part every sentence has a purpose and it's fucking brilliant dude anything that Martin Scorsese's done like Casino nah, Irishman I mean he's got some questionable oh gangster films for sure yeah yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying though yeah 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 I thought you were talking about every movie he's done not every movie I'm talking about yeah. like his gangster films it's yeah like, yeah that's he where his forte departed like it's you fucking know, amazing one of the best yeah I haven't seen Mean Streets 
I have it, but I it's, haven't watched it. It's not my favorite by any means. I got it. I, you know what? I'll put it on the list for you. Really? Yeah. yeah we'll do it. I'm not going to do it this because we've done a lot of gangster movies lately. Hey, I'm down. But I'll, I'll put it a couple down the line. You know, the more we do this podcast, I realize we kind of have our own like genres. And we I notice we really stick to them. Yours is like 90s action slash gangster movies. <laughs> like, I'm trying to convert you, bro. Right. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. Yeah. And then mine, I want it. More so to be like artsy, indie, yeah. like mind benders, which is why the next movie I give you, you're not going to like at all, which I'm so <laughs> excited for. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know, man. Like I said, I didn't hate this movie, but I, I didn't love I don't it. I hate it. Means. It's just like you said, it's wasted potential. Wasted potential. Because the script, the okay, so I was talking to my wife and I'm like, the reason this movie is not good is because there's no story. There's no story here. Tell me what the story is. I, I, a guy loses. Just watching a guy slowly drift exactly. to death, like literally. In a story, you have setup. You have the fucking, you know. If if honestly, if they would have just picked one of the twenty fucking storylines they start off with in this fucking movie, absolutely. Unless that was the whole point, was to just fucking leave all of it up to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Type of your interpretation, type of shit. Yeah. Because if the FBI would have literally been hunting him down, trying to find whatever money he did or did not bury, I could have fucked with that as a, as a, as a thing. And that's kind of how they sell it to you on the trailer. And that's why it kind of pissed me off, too. Because when I originally saw the trailer for this, they kind of made it seem like the FBI just wouldn't leave him the fuck alone. Like, they would not believe that he was sick. Mm-hmm. And I got behind that. I was like, you know what? Maybe they're fucking going to tell us you know, a different side of it that we have never heard before. But... But it's just two hours of Tom Hardy shitting his pants. Or throwing up. Or yeah. fucking coughing up a lung. Like, I almost quit smoking cigarettes watching this fucking movie. You should. Dude, do you sound like my wife? I'm just saying. I do need to stop, though. It's bad. It's okay. It, like, differentiates her voice. I sound like a Muppet, and you sound more like Capone, so. No, but I, I'm I'm starting to sound like a fucking, uh, what, what you want to call it? Like, just, I don't know. Starting to be more of a croak than talking. Like, you're just gonna be like, "What do you think, Par? Ribbit." <laughs> Does it sound cool? Do I sound like Batman? That's what I hope. Like, that's what I'm aiming for. I just sound like Batman. No, not Batman. Or fucking Marv from Sin City, something like that. Yeah, you're close. Yeah. Give it about ten more years. I'm coming for you, Goldie. <laughs> so. uh did you have fun on the last episode with uh, Zach? Yeah, I was going to say, man, before we wrapped it up or whatever, I, I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, shout out to the Z-Mob. They obviously came through with some huge support. We got a few new followers, which is always awesome. Oh, Or so not followers, could, subscribers, we, sorry. We can celebrate on our pa- podcasting we passed side. it. We hit the thousand. Over a thousand, baby. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Fuck so, yeah. Congratulate to us. I'm proud of us. Fucking A, bro. That's hard work, bro. Good <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> I I feel, I mean, it's low numbers comparatively. Fuck it, bro. We started at zero, dog. We started at zero. Now That's what I'm thousand, talking so. about, bro. We're thank a real fucking podcast. Thank y'all so much, man. And Anybody. thank you for all the dedicated people that have been with us at the beginning. Yeah, our family and friends. <laughs> family we and love friends. you guys, bro. That's why we do this. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, like, 600 of those listens are Mick, but it's fine. <laughs> shout out to Mick, man. Yeah, shout out to Mick. He's like one of our... Biggest, he's biggest supporters, yes, for sure, and uh, he's always cheering us on, man. He's awesome. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Zweezy14, man. Y'all go follow him on Twitch. Uh, he's on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Fucking, if there's a, uh, he's probably got a Bumble account. I don't fucking know. He's got, (laughs) he's probably got a grinder account. He is a friend of ours, and he's a good guy, and y'all should definitely check him out. He's what very, he's fucking one of a kind. I'll say that, right? There's not two of him out there. And he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, a lot of his followers are like, "Man, he made this podcast so much better." And I and I agree. Yeah. And I wish I could match his energy, but he's one of a kind. Ah, uh, you honestly like it's hard, bro. Like I can't even do it, man. There's just one Z Weezy, and yeah. Uh, like I, I, I said, shout out to the Z Mob. That's what he calls his fans, and uh, they fucking they came through and they showed some love. And our shit's booming, bro. Right. <laughs> we rode that shit. But I have to be honest. Like, if he comes back on, we're gonna be a little more focused. Yeah, we're gonna find we're gonna find a movie or something that we can. Yeah, agree not talk on. about sports because there was a few people like I don't give a fuck about sports. <laughs> <laughs> this is a movie podcast. What the fuck are y'all doing? 
Eagles and Cowboys. Who gives a fuck? Oh, <laughs> haters. That's oh, speaking it. of, I went to uh, I went to that Philly place in town, and they had this huge Eagles banner. Kendra's like, I just want to take a picture of it and send it to Nick. <laughs> you know what? I don't understand. I'm, I'm nice to your wife. Like, yeah. I don't understand why she has to shit on me. Right. Like, as personally. Oh, yeah, you're nice to her? I am nice to her. Why are there dishes in the sink, Greg? <laughs> I thought you had her trained better than this. <laughs> That's being nice. That's Two fucking a legend, bro. Nobody's ever heard me say that, bro. Like, Give me a fucking tape recording of that shit. Like, That is terrible. I have a daughter, bro. I would never say something like that. God, just throwing me out there like that. <laughs> I'm just saying, you said you were nice to my wife. <laughs> so nice to your wife, bro. <laughs> Nothing but respectful, man. You are respectful. Yes, man. <laughs> and when you leave, she's like, I know he's joking, but God damn it, doesn't piss me off. <laughs> That's why I do it. <laughs> That's why I do it, because I know it's pissing her off. So yeah, bad. and then she stalks the refrigerator full of Mountain Dew. So She's awesome, man. Yeah. Shout out to Kendra. <laughs> so... Um, we're running a little short because, like I said, there's like not a lot of meat here. Like it's a pretty disappointing film. Well, he I was just, trying to go the artsy route, but he didn't have anything to say. There wasn't a story. Yeah. It was just a sad movie about a sad man. Well, I'll I'll, t- I'll give you my grade, man, and then you can give me yours. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll bullshit for a minute. Yeah, because you know people people tune in for a reason, right? Uh, I'm giving it a four. Four. That's actually pretty high than I thought. Four, like four and a half at best. Like, and most of that's Tom Hardy. Literally all of it. <laughs> yeah, like a little tiny nugget of Matt Damon. That Dylan. point five yeah, is Dylan. like, it looked good. Oh, like, one more thing, dude. Like, what was the point of that scene where he calls Johnny, which is Matt Dillon's character, and he's just banging the shit out of some blonde lady? And he finishes and then answers the phone, which somehow it's still ringing. I guess phones back then didn't have voicemails or not. It's like, it's just fucking ring and ring <laughs> until do. you give up. Like, yeah. And he's like, I'm coming. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And he fucking picks up the phone. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It'd be great to see you, May. You and Al. Yeah, yeah. Hangs up the phone. And he's like, we're going to fucking Florida. And you never see this bitch again. Like, <laughs> he made it seem like that was his lady or something. Yeah. <laughs> But what what did that do for the plot? Like, okay, Matt Dillon gets pussy, awesome, and like, but wasn't he? He was a figment of his imagination. So yeah, that exactly. proves my point even more. Why did we have to watch that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing about this movie too is there's figments of his imagination where he's not even around. He's just like there's dream parts or whatever. And why I thought it was really cool that they pulled a Louis Armstrong fucking uh, a Louis Armstrong fucking like a uh, double. You know, like, our friend Al, you know, and he, and he comes out there and shit. Like, that was cool shit, but it was so pointless. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. No. The whole movie just fucking... Grade. Miss. If you're a huge Tom Hardy fan, watch, <laughs> it, watch. It. Yeah. watch it for Tom Hardy and his acting. Everyone else, honestly, don't waste your time. It's not worth it at all. You don't learn anything new about Capone. You can read wikipedia and get more from that than this movie because like you said everything in the movie is made up besides his dementia and the uh the cash mm. like that lady it's not real his son not real fbi stalking him probably not real like it's just like i said i'm not saying they didn't completely ignore his existence down there but and also not only that but probably for his own safety too because like you don't think somebody up and coming would have fucking went down there and blew his brains out just mm-hmm. to, like, say I was the guy that killed Al Capone. You know, so, like, I get why they would at least kept an eye on him or yeah, something. Yeah, I could see that. Like, like I said, tapped. if they would even have chose that, that movie would have made the movie at least mm-hmm. fucking watchable. I did find the um, him thinking, like, even if they weren't following him, him thinking he's still being, like, stalked by the FBI was a cool little, like, because yeah. there was that one point where he's looking across the lake and he thinks he sees somebody. He's like, I see him. Over there. And 
you know. And he's like, let's go fishing. And, and, and you're not time. sure, and you're not sure if he's like losing his mind or he actually saw somebody. Right. That was actually a cool little plot point. Oh, dude, when he's up. fucking walking through the house with the power out, mm-hmm. and he's got the cigar. Oh my god! And yes. the lighter, and it's the fucking FBI agent just sitting there, fucking scared shitless. He doesn't know if it's his imagination or this or guy's real. really there. Yeah, exactly. I liked that part a lot. And that that's was what a I good said. Part. They did that like four or five times. Mm-hmm. So like I said, if that would have been the fucking where it came around or something. Well, that's why I brought up A Beautiful Mind is because he... Right. He, um... But he, towards he, the end of the movie, he realizes that he's fucking crazy. He yeah, knows yeah, he's yeah. hella smart, but he's fucking crazy. Yeah, and he learns to, like, ignore those things. And use it. And you know what I mean? And he goes on about actually helping other people and mm-hmm. shit like that. Like, that's why that movie's a hundred times fucking better. But. Right, but I'm saying if they would have... <laughs> If they would have just portrayed that more in this movie, it would have been so much better. Right. Shutter Island the shit out of it. You know what I mean? Right. But, yeah. Yeah, four. Four and a half. Four. I have a don't bother. Unless you're a huge Tom Hardy fan, which you've probably already seen it, so. Exactly. I mean, it's never, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but it's, like I said. Like, it's a well, like, made movie like sound design visually but story-wise talk shit and i just want to give a good luck to josh trank and his new career at wendy's i think he's going to be a great drive through manager just stick to found footage i guess and superheroes shit he didn't even do that good <laughs> chronicle of course wasn't based on anything so it's a lot easier you can go whatever direction you it want was so good it. though i liked it a lot you know what it kind of reminded me of from like back in the day uh was like animorphs because that's pretty much the basis of Animorphs. These kids find a meteor, touch it, and they can transform into whatever animal they touch. Is this the... I know what you're talking It was talking. a book series, and then they made it into like a TV show. Oh, did they make it on. into a TV show? I think I it was that. for like a little... Or maybe it was just books. I don't fucking know. Oh. But I remember they were big-time books. They were like Goosebumps in you the 90s. Them? The Animorphs? Mm-hmm. I read a couple. I read a lot of Goosebumps. I, I read like, a lot I of like Goosebumps, Goosebumps. But, uh... Yeah, like Animorphs was a big deal, and that's kind of where I thought of Car- Chronicle. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they don't turn it into animals, but yeah, it's kind of cool. Makes sense. He like, put a better twist on that part of it, like using, like being able to fly and like crush shit with your mind and shit. Like that was cooler. But uh, the setup was kind of the same. That's what I thought of, anyways. Right. But Chronicle was, I think, like his fucking shot in the dark, and it actually worked. And it probably still didn't make a shit ton of money. Like Chronicle probably was still considered a failure. That's why it, we didn't get a second one. It uh, I think it has a little bit of a cult cult following though. Yeah, probably now. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Shit, so, that probably movie came out what like twelve, thirteen. Yeah, it was. It was long. It was quite a probably about ten years ago. I don't know, but close to it, if not. So I have to say, when we started this podcast, I didn't know really where I was going with the whole movie thing. I just wanted to watch you movie want want to watch you movies that you haven't seen or whatever. But I think I've kind of gotten away from like my original idea. So I'm really going to harpen back to that where I'm going to do like artsy, mind bending, psychological thrillers. So be prepared for the future. It scares me that, you know, this many fucking movies that are like that. Yeah, there's a lot out there. It's like an underground. Who hurt you? (laughs) You know, I just I like it. Like I like big blockbuster movies because they're fun. I like, you know. Big name directors that do a good job, like Martin Scorsese, Christopher Nolan, Quentin Tarantino. Like I love their movies. Don't get me wrong, right. but I love those little guys that just step outside of the box and just do something different and interesting. Right. So I'm gonna start getting back to that. So we're gonna be doing probably a lot of David Lynch and stuff in that like realm of movies. So I'm excited. Right. And this is one that. I don't know a whole lot about. Um, there was a movie called Ink that came out that has a cult following. I admit I haven't seen it, but for some reason I went to this one. It was another film he did called The Frame. It's a super artsy film, and I I actually need to go back and rewatch it because it's just a mind fuck of a movie. So mm-hmm. we're gonna start it off with this one. The Frame is my next week movie. Are you excited? Because I'm excited. Uh yeah. <laughs> From the director of Ink, mm-hmm. Frame, the Frame, Jamin Winnan's move film. Yeah. Let's see what what it says on the back here. What does it say? 
From Jamin Winnens, writer and director of the cult smash hit Inc. comes a mind-bending scene, science fiction thriller about two strangers who find their lives colliding in an impossible way. Alex is a methodical cargo thief working for a dangerous cartel. I'm down with that. I like that. Sam is a determined paramedic trying to save the world while running from her past. Suddenly and mysteriously, Alex and Sam's lives crash into each other and the fabric of reality is ripped from underneath their feet, taking on the very root of fate, destiny, and their own existence. Alex and Sam race through a maze of ever-changing universe while being pursued by a demonic man determined to erase the world. May not be as bad as this you made it out to be. No, I, I don't think I it's bad. It. I like it a lot. I just... I might have fun with it. Okay. I'm excited. It's the whole point of doing this, bro. Right. Broaden the horizons and yeah. whatnot. I realized I don't have a racer head, so I need to buy a racer head. Take your time. <laughs> it is expensive as fuck. Some of these... That's the thing I hate about these cult films is because they don't like... Yeah, because you're the only person that likes them. It's right. They they hug up the price. They're like, Greg's going to buy this one day. We're going to make him pay $100 for it. I don't want to give too much away because I swear to God, like I'm dropping a fucking haul video tonight. Shout out to, you know, Par the Collector. Par the Collector. Please go watch his videos. Yeah, damn it. I need it, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm so depressed about that shit. Like, and it's my fault, bro, because I haven't been doing it like I should. But I would be honest with you, bro. It's not all me, man. It's not all my laziness. Like, I really, like, I've been having trouble getting enough shit to do a haul for one week. Like, like one day I went out there and I was out there for an hour and all I got was like four little things, like an action figures and like a couple movies. Mm-hmm. I got to do a fucking haul for the, that three things, you know? Yeah, but you have so much stuff. We did the uh, the uh, collector's edition and you did like an overarching view of everything that you have. But I think you should do like individual like videos of your stuff. Like uh, the wife was saying, like, I would have loved to see his hat collection. He has so many hats. I want to see them all. I want him to tell me the stories of each hat. Like, I think you should start incorporating that. All right. Just doing all hat videos. Well, not all hat videos, but you had the jersey thing. You were telling me about all the jerseys. That was actually super interesting because I didn't know half of that stuff. But it's cool to, like, hear it from you just because you know about those jerseys. Right. I don't know about those jerseys, but it's cool to hear the story behind those jerseys and why you bought them. Well, that's why I always, whatever one I'm wearing in the video, I give the backstory how I got it. But yeah, the uh, I'm just saying, like, you right. don't have to do hats or jerseys. Like, you have so much shit, you can do one video on whatever topic, like your Dallas Cowboy stuff. Right. You could do a video on just Dallas Cowboy rings or whatever. I don't know. That's true. <laughs> That you don't have to wait on like a haul video. Right. You could have different segments like this is a haul video this week and it's like this is the collector's vault or whatever. Right. Par's vault. Paul's you know. vault ep- Par's vault episodes. Yeah, and just shit that you already have that you haven't shown off yet. That would be cool. Yeah, it's a, it would just give you more content and stuff like that. That's true. Because I always thought that that's what people wanted to know. Because, like, when I watch shit like that on YouTube, that's what I'm looking for. I want to know what you got, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And how much did you pay for it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get fucked or did you fuck them? Yeah, but you don't want to pigeonhole yourself into your own content. Like, you right. can expand your own horizon a little bit. That's true. Yeah. That's why I do this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because honestly, and you man, have a like, lot of movies too. Like you could just do one on fucking movies. We uh, both could do a whole fucking episode. When like, I get my uh, when I get my movie shelf built, mm-hmm. the one I told you I got grand plan making it. Yeah. Like, um, when I get that bitch completed, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do an episode straightly on movies because uh, my sister's crazy ass come over there and just alphabetize the entire fucking thing. Oh <laughs> right, because she loves doing that shit. Yeah. She's such a nerd for alphabetical. Yeah, the wife is crazy that ours isn't alphabetized, but mine is genre because right. I need to know what I'm in the mood for. Well, it makes sense because like I'm going to have all the Blu-rays together, like even though like I'll have MCU and DCU mm-hmm. and shit like that in there, but like it's just easier to do than to fucking put like Blu-ray, regular Blu-ray, like, you know what I mean, just it, to do it in very, order and shit. Like that would be stupid. Yeah, it fun. doesn't look as aesthetically pleasing as just having all the Blu-rays. I thought about doing by like by actor. Like, you know what I mean? Like I have like an entire segment of I've almost every Adam Sandler movie ever made. Yeah. I only have that for Tom Hardy. But I enjoy Adam Sandler like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh I also enjoy Tom Hardy like that, so I would do that for him too. Right. The only thing that would be different was, like, the ones I have on Blu-ray versus the ones I don't. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm going to figure it out. 
Yeah. But when I get that bitch built, it'll be amazing. Right. And I'll, and I'll let you come look at it. Nice. Can't touch it, but you come look at it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, fuck it, bro. The frame. Yeah. Can't be worse than the fucking nothing. So <laughs> I, I will always find a way to shit on that movie, Greg. Always. It's not that bad. It is that bad. You're so dramatic about that fucking it's not, movie. I'm not dramatic. That movie was fucking pointless. I can't, that's an hour and a half of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> he oh. Whatever grade I gave that piece of shit, go back and watch, folks. Take two points off of that motherfucker. <laughs> Each episode, just Fuck take two movie. points off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, I actually might throw this in there because it kind of falls into the realm of the movies that I want to do. So my whole thing started with Cube. Yeah. Had an ex girlfriend. Had an ex girlfriend. Like you should watch Cube. I watched Cube and I fell in love with Cube. It's in my top ten favorite movies of all time. Um, and then I'm like, this director is so amazing. I need to watch everything he he's ever done. I watched Cipher. It was good up until the end, and it just kind of whatevered. We watched. I watched Splice, which it's in the death box for a reason. Me and my wife watched it recently. She's like, don't tell anybody I watched this movie. Oh Jesus! Like that's how like bad this movie is poor adrian brody wasting his time with that shit and i was like um and then i saw he did another movie called nothing and my brother for uh christmas one year he bought me um christopher nolan's first movie he ever did the following he bought me nothing like my brother is such a good gift giver i was like how did you even find these movies and thank you (laughs) here's something that'll change your life right merry christmas yeah and then uh and then he gave me nothing which is this guy's like first movie, I think it was his first budget movie. Who cares? Or it, it came after Cube. I don't remember, but that's how I came across nothing. I hope I hope he fucking did something better before that shit. And then he just recently did The Tall Grass, which is I'm done with this guy and his fuckery. <laughs> like you accidentally made one great movie, Cube, but I'm done with you. Like stop. Stop trying Is to... it Leaves of Grass? No, it's In the Tall Grass. Oh. So it's a pretty weird plot of a movie. These people go into a uh, uh, a grass field, but it's like eight feet tall. And Oh, yeah, I fucking heard about this one. Did you? Yeah, Washi watched that shit. I think he told me about it. And what'd he say? Like, there's kids in there and yeah. shit, and they're, like, trying to talk to you to kill you or some shit. Like, Are you thinking Children of the Corn? <laughs> no, 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 I know that one. Maybe they're not trying to, but they're, like, stuck in there or some shit. Yeah, they're stuck in the the the, the grass, and yeah. its time yeah. keeps overlapping on yeah. itself. And it's so, like, trying to be a deep movie, but it's not. <laughs> It's a pretty trippy movie. I didn't really like How it. How will we ever get out of the grass? We'd eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a fucking zero turn. I'll knock that shit down, Bubba. Uh, oh, God, that's not like Zach. No, no. You see what I'm saying, dude? He does like, rub off so on you, huh? fucking infectious, bro. It makes me think of us uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's like, how do you defeat the phone? Just hang up. <laughs> I panicked. But uh, but yeah, it wasn't a great movie. Like, it might not go on your list because I really just want to get movies that I think are great. But yeah. we might watch it just because it's a like such a weird movie. Like, me and my wife looked at each other like, "What was he trying to say?" Yeah. Mm. I told her I did have this like uh, prank. I was like, "I'm gonna give Nick this movie and act like it's the deepest movie that ever was made, and be like, it has all these like deep hidden meanings." And you're just like, I didn't get that at all like this is a stupid fucking movie <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i heard about that and he, even he was like bro it's fucking different dude it, like, it's weird it's it's kind of how i felt about noah have you ever seen noah yeah with russell yeah. yeah it's like it was trying to be a deep movie but it just came off as like pretentious and dumb it's tough to do bible movies yeah Passion of the Christ sold because we watched Jesus get beat for 20 minutes. Did you actually go to the theaters and watch that? Because I did. No, I didn't. Dude, I went to the theaters and watched Passion of the Christ. And uh, my buddy and I were waiting outside the theater because we were like 16, 17. And all these old people were just coming out crying. All my grandparents went and saw that shit like five times. Really? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's probably one of the goriest movies I've ever seen. Number one R-rated movie. Yeah. Still. Still. Nobody, nothing's beat it, dude. Box Mojo. 
Like Deadpool tried, but couldn't that's do all it. Mel Gibson does is fucking direct hits, bro. Braveheart, banger. Passion, banger. Apocalypto, banger. Even though it didn't make its money, fucking still fucking awesome. That was movie. a good fucking movie. I love Apocalypto. Me too. I, it's fucking so brutal and I, beautiful. Yeah, I really like that movie a lot. Um, but yeah, Mel Gibson's a good fucking director. Yeah, you just have to be crazy. I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge. Everybody says it's great, but I can't stand fucking Andrew Garfield, man. Really? Like, I don't. like. He's the worst Spider-Man ever, yeah. and he's just fucking, like, I don't know. I don't think he's a good actor. That's I, fair. We all have our actors. Mine is, um... I can't think of, like, one movie I just thoroughly enjoy, man. Brendan Fraser is mine. Really? I can't stand Brendan Fraser. I mean, I get it, because, like, a lot of people, like, you know what I mean? And even I, in some movies, it's like, all right, but... I can't stand him. Like, you can't name a movie with Brendan Fraser that... The Mummy? I, I lied. I lied. Let me take that back. Airheads. Oh, that's a great fucking movie. I love Airheads. I love okay, Airheads. Okay, anything out... No, I don't uh, like The Mummy. You don't like The Mummy? Mm-mm. Damn. He ruins it for me. Okay, okay. Blast from the Past? Oh, no, I don't like that. I was thinking of uh, Encino Man. I don't like that fucking movie. But I do love Polly Shore. I used to until I met him. Yeah, that's fair. He's kind of a dick. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. I I could expect, he, as much of, as I agree, like, yeah, he is probably a dick, and I will still laugh at uh, Biodome. (laughs) Oh, I mean, as dumb as that. But it, you know, the shitty part about it is, is it wasn't the like I couldn't get over because I mean I'm sure most of the people I grew up loving are assholes in the public. You know what I mean? Right. But, but to meet him for real though, and like it maybe if he didn't play such beloved characters, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like when he if you played a hard ass, hard ass in the movies, like Bruce Willis, like everybody says Bruce Willis is a dick in real life. Like that makes sense. You're fucking John McClane. Like you don't have to be nice to people. I don't like Bruce Willis. We we went Fuck over this. Fuck you, bro. I told you. Like, don't tell me that. <laughs> Die Hard is the greatest action franchise of all fucking time, bro. All fucking time. It won the Academy Award. I like Die Hard, but it's not because of him. What else could you want like it for, bro? Alan Rickman. <laughs> I mean, he's great. You know, R.I.P. But Justin Long's not in that. Oh, the fourth one. Yeah, it's a good one. It is. I do. It's like my third favorite. <laughs> Um, oh fuck, what was I gonna say? Yeah, that's the order. Die Hard, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Live Free or Die Hard, uh, A Good Day to Die Hard, and then Die Harder is the last. Did you do all your hard, uh, haul videos in Die Hard? You fucking right, I did. Yeah, you did. Also on YouTube. I'm getting good at this shit. Uh,. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, bro. I'm fucking. I'm, I'm gonna get it to it. I'm gonna make that Facebook, bro. Get us out there. Get us out. It's there. on you. If people call you for random numbers, saying like, "Hey, did I win the Lexus?" Don't even worry about that. Don't worry about it. That's purely promotional. It's fine. Because you know, I'm just trying to get us out there, and I'm putting your number down. That way, at least you can tell them like, "No, somebody hacked my account." That's not true. Right. But I'm going to still keep going out there with it, you know? Right. And if I go into the collector's cave and I'm just putting your stuff into a garbage bag, don't think anything of it. It's just, you know. Because of what? You know, we had a giveaway and you know, I had to give them <laughs> something, so. Yeah, but nobody's going to actually take the Lexus, though. That's what's because it's in the garage. Right. You know what I mean? But so- I'll, I'll definitely ship them your, your hoarding. That's not stop calling me a hoarder, bro. I'm not a fucking hoarder. <laughs> There's organization. Things are clean. Like I said, you're an organized hoarder. It's fine. Fucker, dude. <laughs> Shitting on my passion. I don't shit on graphic design. By the way, I've been watching this dude. I'll give him a shout out called Benny Productions. This dude is fucking incredible on graphic design and it just makes me feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I I just I I want to give up on the graphic. He probably likes thing. my he probably likes my fucking hoarding, bro. I he I hope so. Yeah, he's he's probably a great guy. Yeah, he he seems like a good guy. He's very talented. Yeah. Photoshop. Yeah, he would he wouldn't say my shit is hoarding. He would say it's amazing what you're doing. What is hoarding? What is hoarding? Yeah. Hoarding is just not being able to throw anything away. Yeah. I don't have that problem. Do you I buy what do you everything that I fucking have in my house. What do you throw away? What do I throw away? Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking trash. You still have a box of toys from your childhood. You don't. No, bro. All that shit was bought as an adult. 
My father gave away my toy collection. Oh, right. I do remember that's what that. I'm doing, bro. This is what this is all about, buying my childhood. <laughs> like, don't fucking judge me, bro. I'm not judging you. I'm not a hoarder. <sighs> not awesome. a hoarder. If you go back and watch Collector's Edition. Is that what people said, bro? No. <laughs> this guy's a really crazy hoarder. Ah, man. Very organized. This is not what I was thinking. <laughs> He's got issues, like... I didn't think it came off that way. No, not at all. I'm just giving you a hard time. Now you got me fucking thinking of shit. <laughs> Am I a hoarder? Do I need to reevaluate? You're mind life? fucking me again, Greg. <laughs> nah, man. Shout out to Collectors uh, Collectors Edition. We're gonna do another episode of these. One of these it's fucking It's the COVID. Days. Like if it wasn't for the COVID, that we'd fucking be doing COVID, bro. Like we're like, oh, we're finally gonna get this off the ground. COVID, and man. we're like. Uh, okay, I guess we're not going to do this right now because nobody wants to go outside or have I'm, people I'm, over. I'm telling you, man. <sighs> anyway. Thank God for thank you for not making me wear a mask over here, bro. I appreciate it. No problem. I trust you. That's good, man. Because, I mean, I only lick, like, park benches every other week now. Mm-hmm. You know, not as much as I used to. I had to cut back on it. Right. Once I, I got I, the first hepatitis, I was like, ah, Yeah, you just got to gotta cut back a little bit. Time to chill. You're slow. You got to slow your roll a bit. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't have hepatitis. Like, I make a lot of jokes on this, but that's one thing I want very clear. I have no, any kind of disease. It's fine. Hepatitis, or uh, herpes is forever. I, I don't have herpes. Oh. I don't care what you heard. It's not true. I don't, uh, I don't are you herpes. sure? Yeah, I'm positive. Fucking positive. <laughs> not herpes positive or anything like that, but I'm fucking positive I don't have diseases. You ever get someone else checked and be like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of having children, dog. She has to go get all that shit done anyways. And, uh, she comes back from that first appointment. You're like, I'm oh, clean. fuck. Oh, like, fuck. Thank God. That's what's up. She's like, why are you worried? Huh? No, no reason. No, no reason. <laughs> Just the big ones, you know? Because, like, who really wants to go get AIDS tested, dog? Like, oh that is probably the shittiest 20 minutes of your life. Just you sitting there like, oh, fuck. You want to hear, like, one of my scariest dreams that just resonates with me to this day? But. It's probably not appropriate for this show, but I don't care. One Jesus. of my scariest dreams I've ever had in my life. You weren't raped, were you? No, but I mean, <laughs> I wasn't raped, but I mean, it was just a dream. So I was uh, I was with this chick. I don't even know who the chick was. It was some random chick that you dream about or whatever, probably off TV. And uh, we're making out or whatever. And she climbs on top of me, like takes my pants off. And I'm like, oh, I don't have a condom. She's like, it's fine. You know, whatever. And uh, she's going to town on me. I'm like, this is great. I lie. You know, I really enjoy this. She leans down and gets like right next to my ear. And she's like, welcome to the world of AIDS. I woke up sweating. You shit your pants like Tom Hardy. Yeah, exactly. That was the scariest dream I've ever had in my life. Yeah, bro. Your subconscious is fucking out to get you, man. Right. That's a brutal one. Mm hmm. I've well, had dreams where I like I'm, I get killed and, and shit like that, but it's not like it's usually about like faceless people, you know. Like I can't, I don't get a good look at them. Yeah. Like I don't know why, bro. I get assassinated a lot, dog. Like, <laughs> you get killed a lot. Like in my head, I guess I feel like I'm some kind of fucking mafia boss, and like <laughs> I'm sitting at Denny's with my kids and wife, and like two dudes just come in with fucking bowler hats on and bop 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 bop, fucking. I'm trying to get up from the table, and they're just fucking airing me out, dude. That shit happens outside a movie theater, like I'm fucking Bruce Wayne's parents. Like um, I don't know what it is, bro. That's amazing. Mine is a uh, fighting. Really? Like someone says, no I have wrong. those two sometimes where I'm beating the living shit out of somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. for I don't know why. Yeah, but exactly. I'm just beating the soul out of them. Like, what the fuck? And you like kind of wake up swinging. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I was dating this chick like way back in the day and uh, I did that. I had a dream about fighting. I woke up and I punched her in the face. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then like I tried to act like nothing happened. So I just went back to sleep. <laughs> Then when y'all broke up, you're like, bitch, it wasn't an accident. I meant to. <laughs> I felt so bad. I still feel bad to this day. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about it or, or put it out there because we're doing this, but like when you told me that shit the other day, I was dying laughing, bro. Dying laughing. I don't even know what you're talking about. Off air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I that's the best laugh I've gotten all month, bro. Thank you. You're a treasure. And this is really bad timing because now it sounds like I beat my wife and you're like, good job. Like, 
Do not I be. have never, dude. If if last week episode told you anything, I do not condone woman beating. Right. Like, and if you know my wife, there's no me beating her. Nah, it's she beat her, your ass. She like, beat the fuck out of me. So yeah. save me, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's nothing that bad. No, it was just something about somebody we know. It was funny. Oh, I see. Yeah. But I don't like calling people out and shit. Right. Anyways, uh, yeah, sorry, folks. I'm sorry I I made a shit pick. This is like the first time I've ever done it. I know. uh, It's the one time you picked a movie you didn't even like. Yeah, swinging a fucking miss, yo. Right. You're not going to win them all. Hey, what are you going to do? So next week, The Frame, man. The Frame, I'm excited. Hell yeah. Till then. Later.